Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of The Icon Podcast. My name is Gianna, your Icon Podcast host, and today I've got with me Stacy Wyatt, Welcome to the Icon Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me, Jonah. It's my pleasure. So let's take this back to day one. How did you get into real estate? Where are you located? And when did your real estate journey begin? Awesome. Uh, So I actually got in the business when the market crashed in 2009. So great time when uh, during the financial crash, uh, I guess what Warren Buffett said, right? When everybody's getting out, you get in. So uh, uh, unfortunately, the market helped me. I was a real estate developer. And when the market crashed, you know, the company I was working for, I was in the corporate world. They owned a lot of real estate, but couldn't finance anything. So uh, ticket got punched. I got my license in 09 and went full time uh, in real estate after that. So for the first three years, I would say I was a part time agent and I went full time in 2012. And, you know, fast forward, we've grown a team. We're based here in Atlanta, Georgia. So uh, that's a little bit about how we got our start. And did you want to be anything before real estate came to you, like a light bulb or just kind or of found you? Somebody pushed me into it. I, I did. I honestly, I got, um, I have an architectural engineering degree. So I knew pretty young that I liked like buildings and the architecture. I got really good advice uh, my high, my senior year in high school because I was going to go architecture. And my uh, one of my uh, teachers had told me, hey, you should get an engineering degree because then you can open yourself up to, to many other fields. So I always knew I wanted to be somewhere in real estate. Now I ended up going commercial real estate um, and building, you know, very big buildings. I mean, I think this building I ever built was 110 million. Um, but once we got through the commercial real estate arena, um, I'd always had a passion for residential. And so I had started buying and flipping houses uh, on the weekends during my, you know, when I was younger in my commercial real estate days for fun on the weekends, uh, it was something I was passionate about. And then, you know, fast forward to the, uh, you know, seven, eight uh, bubble crashed. Um, I knew I didn't want to go back to the corporate world. I figured I didn't want ever, didn't want to ever not be in control of my future. So I made the big gamble at the time um, to start my own business. And so I got my real estate license and figured, hey, why don't we figure out how to do this uh, full time? And I took an investor mentality coming into the business. Um, wasn't really sure what the whole agent game was about, uh, but quickly figured out that both, uh, the, from the agent perspective could give me a a really nice angle into the investment also. So I've always said I've worn two hats. Okay. Yeah. And so then at some point in your real estate journey, you came across EXP. Did you start your career with EXP or were you with another brokerage? What made EXP the better move? Because a move when you're, in high production, yep. not easy. It's not easy nor fun. So, 
Yeah, no, my journey started, like I said, in 09. I went full-time in 12, and I was with uh, Keller Williams, I think similar to Justin, for a decade. Fantastic company. It gave me a really good foundation. Uh, but I also consider myself a businessman, not just a real estate agent. And, you know, I'm, I'm a student, and I've seen um, the real estate model shift from back when it was Coldwell Banker. And, you know, I guess we could really say then Remax brought in a new model. And then from Remax, you know, a couple of decades went by and Keller Williams brought in a, a really new model that changed the game. And then I saw EXP come to the game. And now that I've actually had a little bit of experience of the business, because when I got in, into the game in 09, right, and, and I went to KW and it was a great from a training perspective and they had a really good model, uh, but I was new. I didn't know anything else. And now that I had some experience under my belt and looking what, you know, down, I'm always looking, you know, kind of like Wayne Wayne Gretzky said, you don't, you're not skating to the puck. You're going, you're going to skate to where the puck's going. And I saw where the real estate business was going um, and in, in a new modern way. And so EXP intrigued me uh, from their business model. And so once, and it's, if we're being honest, it's a little more of a complicated model uh, than most of, let's call them the traditional brokers However, once you once I understood the model, it's complicated for a reason because it's really positioned the EXP agents as owners, true owners of the company. Like I'm an owner, I or, or own a lot of shares of EXP stock. Majority that were gifted to me for doing what I've always did, and that's helping people buy and sell homes. And and I you know now that I'm two years in, um, I look back and it's everything that I thought and more. And the only thing that we're considered a virtual brokerage, right? Which just means our, our brokerage is virtual. I have my own office. Um, the difference was, I feel like when I go to these events and meet the guys like Justin and other icons and top producers in the company, the thing that feels different for me, that at least I put my finger on, is we're all owners. And when you're owner and you have skin in the game, things change and we want to see every other agent win. So we're not necessarily looking at each other as competitors, maybe in a healthy way, but we're all, all owners of, of a company that we want to see the company grow because as the company grows, we all get rewarded, whether it be through stock or rev share. So that was my journey. So it was a 10 years with a, you know, a different brand and then the last two with EXP. Okay. Yeah. And you said, you know, having skin in the game, being an owner, you know, it's a competition, but friendly in a way that you want everybody to win because in the end you do all win. Um, is that still the number one reason you're with EXP or when you made that jump, you know, was there something else that stood out to you about EXP? Because like you said, they've got revenue shares, stock options, collaboration, so much more. And I know a lot of people come to EXP for one thing, but fall in love with another. Correct. So great question. It's my favorite question, actually. I came for the collaboration. I felt like I had gotten stuck at my prior home, you know, doing, you know, maybe 20 million in volume. We're in Atlanta, so our average sales price at the time is about 250. So um, you know, if we're helping 60, 70 people a year at the time and I got stuck. So I was looking for, I would say I was a bigger fish in a smaller pond and I know that's never good. And I had seen, um, an agent who I respected in San Diego do a video on EXP model and it really resonated with me. And I was looking at the time strictly as I was happy where I was. My only challenge was I needed to know how to grow my business. So I came for the collaboration. And when I'd met with this group, we were actually in Vegas and I'm sitting at the table and realizing that I'm now at a table with people that were doing 50, 100, 200, 300 million in production. 
And I had learned more in that hour sitting in that table in Vegas than I had in probably a few years, just because the conversations were very different. So I came for the collaboration first and foremost. I've said that since day one. However, what I have found since I've been here, the collaboration is off the charts. And I, I'm not going to complain that I'm a, a big stock owner of EXP, of a company that I love and helping grow. And now I'm generating a considerable amount of, of revenue share by attracting you know, nearly 100 agents at this point. Um, so all the other stuff that came with it is, to me, it's like gravy because our business has doubled um, since we made the move from our prior brokerage. But then it's giving me these additional revenue streams that um, not only help us, but the agents on my team, which was the most important reason when I made the move. So came for the collaboration, but got way, way, way more than uh, I ever expected. And I'll be honest, I did see the opportunity since I was at a brokerage that had a profit share model. I did see opportunity in, if you had a little bit of influence in the market um, that you could attract agents to a brokerage. Um, if you really loved it, I think to really attract agents to brokerage, you got to love it and, um, enjoy it to, to truly attract agents. And at that point I was so all in, I wanted to share the model with my closest friends, which I've done. Um, so came for the collaboration and got a lot, lot more. Now you said, um, you know, what, what drew you was your friend had shared a video of the XP model. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, I know you said it was like about probably what, two or three years ago, but do you remember yep. some of the key points that you were like? that kind of took you from like, oh, fine, I'll listen to you to like, what? okay, tell me more. Exactly. So, you know, there's, I think a lot of people, a lot of, and I'll start with this. There's a lot of um, agents that get in the business and just want to be real estate agents, right? And sell houses. Well, I've never been like that. I wanted to own a business. And for me, I always say I'm a, I, I think like a business person. And so Dan Beer was the one that originally did a video, a YouTube video, and he was walking through the life cycle of a company, right? And he had the the old chart and showed, you know, hey, here's the early adopters, here's the late, you know, early majority, late majority on down. And he was showing a franchise company, and it was obviously my prior company because he was at it also. And since when you're inside of the company, you can see and feel everything. And so when he was walking through the life cycle, and we just won't pick on that company. Let's just put all traditional brokers in that one bucket. The traditional broker model is changing dramatically. Um, so what resonated with me was he showed me, and I, he showed me what I already felt, right? And the fact that the game was changing from a traditional model, which you know we kind of at this point are talking like a blockbuster, moving into more of a virtual broker with a, you know, a publicly traded component to it that felt a lot more like Netflix, right? And so for me, and I do think the most successful team leaders in real estate are looking around the corner a year, three years, five years from now, because that's the only way that you can continue to support and grow a business. Your business is going to die. So what resonated with me was he was telling, he was showing me what I already thought in my head. So it was almost validation that I saw what was coming around the corner for the uh, real estate business. And once I saw that video, I was like, all right, I need to know more. And so that's what originally, it was the explanation of the life cycle of a business. And since I was already feeling that in a traditional model, I was like, all right, this guy's pretty sharp. Like he's speaking my, my language, my love language in business. I need to call him and find out more. You were skating to where the puck was going. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, that brings me to my next point. 
what is something you do in your personal life or routine to keep your emotional state healthy? Because I mean, you're always looking for the next thing. You're hustling, you're a businessman, you're a real estate agent, you're all of the above. And how do you keep that work-life balance? Because running a business isn't really stress-free. Yeah, it's funny. I have this conversation all the time and I actually just had a discussion with my wife the other night is I don't believe in work-life balance. I don't believe that there is such a thing, especially for a business operator. Um, I've always said that I believe that you can have an integrated life because as, an, as a business owner, you know, real estate agent in general, but a business owner, there's always going to be things on your plate. And we've chosen that path, right? You're going to get the calls late at night when maybe somebody in your staff's having challenges or a deal's falling apart and all the stuff that we have. But what I love is like, it's funny, you know, I, my one goal is to try and be at home at six o'clock every night so I can have family with my wife and two girls. The fun thing is, is like we're sitting at the table and, and real estate conversations come up. And my 14 year old daughter now likes to give me advice on challenges I'm having in the real estate business. So I enjoy that from the sense that I feel that's the integration where my family's integrated in my business. My wife does work in our business. Uh, so that complicates it and makes it easier in some senses. So I look at it as an integrated life to where, you know, we took my daughter down to University of Alabama to go to a gymnastics competition. Well, one of my agents was uh, went to Iceland. And so I needed to jump in and help out on a deal. And so here I'm on the phone as we're walking to the stadium negotiating a deal. So my kids know what I do. Um, I think I like seeing I like them seeing um, somebody that works hard and passionate about their business. So I've always talked about it as an integrated life. And I think is the best that we can ever achieve as a business operator is, is creating that integration between your personal and work life. Because let's face it, it's like your family's going to need you more sometimes. Your business is going to need you more sometimes. So it's not like we can put, okay, I got one coin in, in the personal bucket. I got one coin in the work budget. I don't think that ever balances. So I talk about it in um, the best I can explain it is if you have an integrated life and the if I went one level deeper, it's like, you have to find your rhythm, right? For me, it's all about rhythm. And if I can get home six o'clock every night and have dinner with my family, you know, spend a little bit of time with the girls. And then, in, you know, when they're going to bed, they're just back to work a little bit. So I think if you can find that rhythm and things feel good, um, that's when I feel like I've, che I've achieved some level of integration uh, as far yeah, as Yeah, well. and it seems like your girls have taken an interest to the industry, you know, and so that, that balance has become fun, a teaching moment even yeah. apart from EXP to the kiddos and yeah. the family. And that's, it's really cool to see that integration. And, you, well, know, you know, they all swear it. I will never, I'll get it. But then when my 14 year old, and she's pretty intuitive for 14, she's like, Oh, that person wouldn't have lasted. Or, you know, it's, it's funny having those conversations. And I think the big thing for me is, you know, if anything, I just want to be an example to my girls of what hard work looks like. And then they right. can see both the, the highs and the lows of running a business and what that looks like. So it's, you know, they're raised a little tougher, I would say, and seeing all of it, which is which is kind of cool. And it looks like you use a lot of a, what they call synergy, the two plus two equals five, you know, where you're investing in both and the outcome is even greater than what it should be. Exactly. And I, that's really cool. And so next point is that you're on the Icon podcast, which means you're an Icon Award winner, yep. ordered to you by EXP for high production and culture and so much more. Now, somebody listening to this podcast may be wondering, you know, what Icon is, and I would love for you to explain that. How much production did you have to get to? What benefits has the Icon Award provided you? Cool. Um, and the Icon Award to me was a really cool thing in the industry because, you know, in the past, 
any production that we've done or achieved milestones was a piece of paper and a pat on the back, which was cool. I mean, I think as a high producer, I mean, people in general just want to be acknowledged, right? Um, and that was all cool, but it wasn't anything that, you know, I got a piece of paper on the wall. I didn't put anything additionally in my bank account or, or change anything material for me other than, hey, I felt good about myself. The Icon Award is um, similar, but very different in the sense that, you know, in our business, we talk about a cap, which means, you know, what we pay our broker out of each transaction we cap. So at EXP, if you can reach your cap and then do 20 transactions, right, on top of that, so you need to be in somewhere in the 20, maybe the 32 transactions, you will reach what's called their icon status. And this is where it gets really cool for me. Because in the past, it's like, hey, I cap, now I get to keep 100% of my commission, that's awesome, right, on an annual basis. EXP took it a little, a step further, it's like, well, listen, once you cap and then do your 20 deals, when you reach the icon status, we're going to vet you and make sure that, hey, you're, you know, outside of just a top producer, that you're part of our culture, you want to give back, you want to see this company grow. Um, they said, hey, you hit that mark and we're going to we're going to reward you with um, basically giving you $16,000 back in company stock. So they're going to make me a very healthy owner of eXp Realty. And so they've given me ownership into the company for doing what I've always done and sell real estate at a really high level. The thing that I like is they broke the icon award up into a couple components, right? One of it is, hey, here's a big chunk for being a top producer. Congrats. The other components are like, hey, we want you involved in this company. We want you to pour back into this company culturally, which is a big thing for me. And I love teaching and I love training. So part of me getting that balance of that award is teaching classes in EXP world, which is our virtual world, um, where we all can huddle up like we're doing right now virtually. And I teach agents from across the country and the, the class that I created was, you know, really focused on helping real estate agents create wealth through investing in real estate. So I get to teach a class, something that I love to do six times over my icon year to get my balance of, of the award. So the genius behind this is they're giving the top producers a ownership stake in the company. And it just makes me feel even more connected to the company. I've, I feel more connected now in a virtual company than I did in a brick and mortar. And people are like, that's weird. And I'm like, it is. I said, I do feel eXp world, which is, you know, virtual and takes a little while to get your head around. It's our metaverse. Like we were had metaverse before Facebook called it metaverse. Um, the cool thing was we're so well connected. But the, like I said earlier, the thing I put my finger on is as owners of the company, we have more at stake. We want this company to win because we're stockholders. As our stock goes up, we become wealthier for a company that we love doing what we've always done. So to me, the EX, the uh, Icon Awards are really special thing um, for agents that come in that are top producers and for people that have hearts to help the company grow and help other agents. And where I don't think stock, stock is definitely not the reason I came. It, to me, it is the profit share. Like, I believe we have rev share and profit share. Revenue shares if we attract agents. I do believe we are, us given stock is, because that's really profit of the company that Glenn has chosen to give away, that we both get revenue and profit share at the company. And it just binds us deeper and tighter together within the agent community. Yeah, having that, like you said earlier, that skin in the game. Um, and it, it pays you back to be a high producer and to be a part of that community. And, uh, you know, one of my interviews earlier this week had said, you learn, you earn, and you return. Yep. And I thought that that was really cool. You, you give back to the community that has taught you. 
Yeah. Um, now, next question is if someone is looking at AXP and is aspiring to be an icon, what would you tell them as some advice? You know, just you just have a few minutes with them to get that icon award. I mean, what should they really focus on there? Is it obtainable in their first year? Just let them know. Yeah. So everybody's different, right? Because I think we all have different behaviors. And so it depends on each agent's behavior. Some will come in and I call them, you know, farmers. Farmers, an agent to me is somebody that's going to sow up, you know, put a lot of seeds in and they're going to fertilize it and water it. And they may take the business a little slower, right? Then there's the hunters. They're going to go out and they are going to hunt and they're going to kill and they're going to win really fast because that's how they're driven. So mm -hmm. both can make it. Here's the thing. It's just whoever's willing to put in the monotonous day after day lead gen and grow a business, um, one, serve one family at a time. One turns into two, two turns into four, four turns into eight, eight turns into 16, right? And then, like I said earlier, it's about 28 to 30 deals to hit icon is comparison is a thief of joy. And so, whereas I always used to look at the big producers and be like, wow, how cool is that? How can I be that one day? I did realize I couldn't do it in a day, but if I focused on what I had control of and I was serving my clients at a really high level and then loving on them after the transaction, maybe I couldn't achieve it in year one. But if I you know, closed eight to 10, I served eight to 10 families in year one, theoretically I should be able to do about 20, maybe 24 in year two. So for me, it's put in the work, focus on serving your clients at a really high level. And as that business stacks, you'll get to icon. So to me, it's, do what you serve the business at a really high level, serve your clients at a really high, high level and love on them after the, after, you know, it's closed. And from that point forward, you will reach that goal. So I wasn't necessarily, you know, I was already at icon level when I came. So for me, it was just a cool thing, but all the agents I coach and come into my world through, you know, we've got a group called modern agent um, that we attract and coach agents to. I'm like, stay focused on serving your clients at a high level. And, and as you add additional families you serve in a year, it stacks. And if you can stay on the stacking part and do that monotonous, boring stuff every day to continue to stack it, three, four years down the road, you're gonna, you'll blow past Icon and you'll have a business that you'll love that's going to pay you uh, in the future. Of course. What would you consider yourself, Stacey? Are you a hunter or a farmer? Man, I'm a little of both, uh, if I'm being honest. I started the business really slow. Uh, mainly because I had to, I'm a perfectionist in a sense. And so I was getting ready to get ready to get ready. Right. And everything had to be perfect. Um, so I started slow and then I took off. So I'm probably a fairly good mix of both. I will say now I came out of the corporate world, right. Where the work was there waiting for you. And you know, you're, you're in a business where if you're not hunting and killing, you're not eating. And so I, I had to find that switch to where, I would hunt during the day. And so I'm working in my business during the day. And then in the evenings, I would work on the business to you know, get marketing and everything else done as a new startup agent. So I, at this point in my career, I'd say I am um, a, a nice combination of both. Good. And my final question is, of course, there are, there are other brokerages or agents that are on the outside looking in like, mm -hmm. this is too good to be true. What's sure. the catch? This is a pyramid scheme. I just, you guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. What would you tell them? Listen, it, you've got to sit down and take stock of 
you're going to have to do your own, uh, make your own decisions. And you're going to have to think through what's best, best for you as an agent. Is eXp best for every agent? Probably not. Was my prior brokerage the best for every agent? Probably not. Here's what I would say. You have to stop listening to all the noise outside and get really clear in your head, right? Sit down and take an honest look at a business model. And I don't care what it is. Look at four business. I, I think you should interview four or five real estate companies, right? If you're considering a change. A, let's make sure you're just not jumping because you're stuck and you're, you just think that the pasture is greener on the other side, right? You have to sit down and actually think through a business model. Because I've seen agents I've respected at a very high level take a big fat check from a brokerage to move over there, right? And they basically took a zero interest loan on a lot of money up front that in 18 months, that company is going to make a lot of money on them. And I think a lot took the easy way out and it's not a rip on them. It's just to me, it was not a savvy business move. So when I'm talking to agents, I am helping them understand where they are in their journey, what their current pain point is, and can this particular model help them in their journey? And then I tell them, make a business decision. Sit down and look, does this reward you, not your brokerage? I hope we all love the brokerage that we're at, but you as a business owner have to sit down and take stock of A, what do you need to help yourself grow? And B, what is going to help you build your book of business, your wealth, and not your broker's wealth? And for me, the eXp model um, gave me everything that I was missing. At the time, I wasn't necessarily looking for it. Uh, but now that I found it, like I, you would have to get a prior board to pry my ass out of here. I probably shouldn't say that and even to leave because now I'm an owner and I wanted to own an asset. I wanted to own a, a brokerage. Um, I, in this case, I get to own a, you know, a portion of the brokerage without all the risk, which is fantastic to me. So if I sum that all up, it's like, you've got to look at this with a business owner mentality and if that model makes sense for you and take an honest, deep look at the model, like let somebody walk you through it, look at a couple models at the same time and then make the best decision for you. If that's going to help you in your career where you want to go. Absolutely. Well, if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, make sure you hit up Stacey or it's a virtual network. Um, I'm sure he'd love to talk. If you have any questions or comments, concerns, coaching time, hit him up. It's ready for it. That's what EXP is all about. Any final touches on your time on the Icon podcast today, Stacey? John, I appreciate it. I'm going to admit I was late to this because I was having coffee with another agent. And listen, if, if, if anybody has any questions, I know all the real estate models. I'm happy to sit down and walk them, have a cup of coffee and walk them through it. If nothing else, I've made a really good relationship with another real estate agent. So take an honest look through it. Um, and, you know, go from there and make your, your decisions. So, but I appreciate the time that uh, you all allowed me to come on the Icon podcast. And this was great. And hopefully you can do it again. Of course. It's been a pleasure. I'm going to invite you to hang out with me backstage after our outro. Cool. And other than that, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Gianna. Thank you.